Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Surrendering Average. And I'm kind of jumping in my preset routine of having 10 episodes recorded, but I'm jumping in and doing a special episode today on COVID-19 just because of our life circumstances right now and what's going on. And I thought it could be powerful to share my insights and awareness and the kind of stuff uh, that I believe in and that I'm implementing and kind of my perspective on the whole thing um, to hopefully bring some optimism, opportunity, and overall well-being to everyone that, uh, that that's going to be listening to this. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the show. This special edition, the COVID-19 episode. Well, aren't these some interesting times? And they're interesting because we've never experienced something like this. In general, most people like things to be predictable and to be the same way, the way they always are, so that, that they're used to them, that they're, that they're predictable. That's why we're experiencing so much inner turbulence. The fear of the unknown, something new coming into our lives and disrupting our normal. It's easy to look at a disruption like this and, and only see the negative about it, only see it how it's negatively affecting us. It's easy to get caught up in that thinking. Today, I'll voice my opinion on what we can do personally on an internal and actionable level. I won't really be talking about the big picture and the politics and the macro of the whole situation too much. I'll just be diving in what we can do in our own internal lives on our personal scale to, to come through this even better, stronger than we were before. So I'd like to start by emphasizing that we don't need to believe all our thoughts. We have the ability to choose what thoughts to focus on and what, what thoughts to believe in. It's absolutely crazy that we have 60 to 70, actually 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's insane. That's so much traffic. That's so much movement in our minds. And, and it could be so much clutter. And, and, and if we're not aware of what thoughts are going on, there's a good chance that a lot of those thoughts are negative. Even on a good day, we experience negative thoughts. There's always those lingering, shooting, spiking negative thoughts that are, that are in our mind. And it's important to know that we don't need to believe each one of those thoughts. We can pick and choose which ones to believe. And, and when there are lots of thoughts and, and lots of negative thoughts flooding us, like there are in these uncertain times, and, and especially when we get influenced by media and the news and we're uncertain, there's going to probably be a lot more negative thoughts than positive thoughts. So how do we contain and how do we control those negative thoughts? Well, let's ask ourselves powerful questions um, in, to interrupt that thought process. Powerful questions could be, what am I to learn from all of this? What am I to learn about this, this world event, this world experience, this world pandemic that we're going through? What am I to learn? Be curious. Ask some powerful questions. How can I prepare or set myself up for success during not only these times, but once we're through these times? What is the good in this? Where's the lessons? What is the good in this? You know, powerful questions that can really pivot and change our awareness 
on this whole situation. That can really help to break the negative pattern of just negative thoughts constantly flooding our minds, asking those powerful questions. And if you can't seem to get out of that trap of those, those negative thoughts, question them, pull them, pull the ones that you find yourself reoccurring and, and, and being drawn to. What are those constantly nagging reoccurring thoughts? Pick and choose from them and, and, and start to analyze them. Analyze them and ask, is, is this thought true? Is this thought 100% true? Do I have all the facts and I, am I absolutely certain that this thought is true? And there's a damn good chance that it isn't. And it's a damn good chance that we're fabricating that thought based on a fear or based on what we heard somebody else say. or you know, So that doesn't make the thought true. Every thought is not true at all. Nobody has the correct true thought. We can choose what thoughts to be true to ourselves, which is an absolute crazy thing to think about. But that is the truth. Or, or if you keep having negative thoughts um, that, are, that, are, that are weighing you down, flip the question or the thought around. So if you keep finding yourself saying something like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to me. Well, let's flip that around and what's the opposite of that? This is the best thing to happen to me. And that, that's a pretty extreme example, so you might want to lessen the example, but I'm just using this to, to convey an example to you guys. So what is the worst thing to happen to me? Or this is the worst thing that's happened to me. So flip that. This is the best thing that's happened to me. And then find every reason, even if they're not that compelling, to, to make that statement true. Well, this is the best thing that happened to me because I could spend more time with my spouse, you know, I, I get more time for rest and recovery, whatever it may be, right? Start finding those, um, those bullet points on why it's the best thing that's happened to you or whatever the opposite to your, to your negative statement is. And another thing that can help during this is to, to meditate or journal or any activity to quiet and slow down that mind. And when we slow down that mind, we can analyze those thoughts a bit better or journal and get them on paper. Journal your thoughts, get them on paper so you can then question them. Slow it down. Slow the whole process down. Take, take a step back. Let's lessen that angst. Let's lessen that anxiety and really start to question those negative thoughts and also ask ourselves more powerful thoughts to see where we can find some lessons and, and goals and good through all this. So that's my first kind of key or takeaway or action step is to not believe all your thoughts. The second one is don't fight your emotions. If you're feeling uncomfortable and you're feeling uncomfortable emotions, such as anxiety, which I'm sure many of us are feeling, just be aware, have that awareness of how you feel. It's not wrong. You don't need to get rid of this feeling instantly. Simply witness it. Acknowledge and describe to yourself what you feel. And I'm going to use an example from me this week of how I, I used that technique and it really helped me. I wasn't anxious about the, the COVID pandemic. I, actually, I have a good uh, mindset and perspective around the whole thing that I'm actually really able to handle it really well. But the the angst and anxiety that I experienced this week was I'm in a I'm in an online coaching certification program that's pretty intensive 
and you have to coach in front of the class and coach other peer partners and you get analyzed and and you, you know you get told when you do something wrong and and all all in a good process of learning and and growing from it but it really is bringing back past experiences that I've experienced in my life and that brought me back to my school days where I would get so worked up and so nervous to present or speak in front of the class because I was so scared to be wrong and be judged or get made fun of. And all these same feelings and emotions are creeping back into this now when I'm experiencing this coaching certification. And I have to, I have to speak and, uh, and coach in front of other people to get judged and analyzed and graded or whatever it may be. And it, it's bringing anxiety into my to my life, which is great because I'm leaning into that and I know I'm going to grow and I'm going to get better on the other side of it. And it's going to become more comfortable and it's, it's going to be a process that improves my talent and my skills. So I'm leaning into it and I'm actually excited for it, but it does bring that anxiety. So what I did was I sat and experienced my anxiety. I said, okay, I'm, you know, I'm feeling really anxious. And at first it didn't go like that. I was, why am I feeling anxious? I was trying to push it down, push it away, saying I shouldn't be feeling like this. I should be attacking this, um, you know, and, and just kind of fighting my emotions, fighting it, saying I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't have this feeling. Well, you can't, you, <laughs> what I realize is you don't get rid of your emotions that way at all. And the best way to, to process those emotions and process that anxiety is to to acknowledge what's actually going on. So for me, I was acknowledging, okay, I have a tighter, I have a tightness in my chest. My heart is racing. I feel a contraction and a shortness of breath. And I just started describing what I was feeling and the physio physiological effects of what I was feeling and I, I was just aware of them. And, and that in and of itself helped me to realize that, hey, this is okay, man. This is all right. It's just some tightness in your chest. It's just a faster heartbeat. Let's take a breath. And I would just breathe and describe and be aware of what I was feeling. And once I really honed in and was present and aware with what I was feeling, it wasn't that bad because... It was just a, a state, a, a slight change of state, my physio physiological state. And, you know, it, it isn't that bad unless we tell ourselves that it's that bad. So the best way I found to process with, with those emotions and with those feelings is just acknowledge it. And say it's all right to be feeling this and just describe what you're feeling to yourself. And that will that will help not amplify it and build it and make it more and say, I shouldn't be feeling like this and start catastrophizing and, you know, making it worse. So that was something I found extremely useful and that we could practice just changing that uh, or being aware of our our physiology um, and, and also not to seek pleasure or temporary resolutions to mask that feeling or those uncomfortable feelings that will have negative consequences. So something to mask it or to revert to could be drugs, booze, bad food, whatever it may be. Binge watching TV when we should be do doing work or working on our projects or whatever it may be. 
Because if you push that feeling down and you push it away, it's going to eventually resurface much more intense and so much more stronger. It's like any emotional problem. You know, if you bury it and you hide it and you're just masking it and you're just covering up, it's just going to keep compounding in there, man. It's going to cause more discomfort. It's going to build more stress, more angst, and it's going to amplify if we push it aside. So let's not revert to seeking that instant gratification or pleasure, but let's just accept it. Let's feel it. Let's be aware of it. And let's keep going with our progress. Let's not get sidetracked and derailed. Another key point is to find your balance with this all. Find your balance not only in, your, in yourself, but also whoever you're living with. So at the start, it was, it was a little bit rocky for Jess and I. Um, because she was really, you know, she was working at, in an office job where there was a lot of people, a lot of tight quarters, and, you know, she was really following the news and hearing what everyone else was saying, and it was, it was chaos, and she was really wrapped up in this, and wrapped up in the news, and wrapped up in this negativity, and she was really scared, and for me, I just pushed all my emotions down, didn't face anything, and I just worked harder, and just worked, and, 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 escaped what was going on just by working and being only productive so it's not just about being productive but it's about feeling all the emotions and and allowing ourselves to feel them and it's okay if you need a day or whatever you need to process this some people have a extended grieving process of you know this could be a grieving aspect of our lives we've never experienced this where we might have a loss of job or a loss of our normality our sense of normality and there's going to be some grieving behind that some of us take some longer time to process that and that's okay so so for jess and i you know we we really had to to figure that out and realize what was going on and now we've got into a lot better balance and you know she's not she's not following the news she's she's not hearing all this negativity from everyone else and i'm not only focused on work but i'm i'm focusing on encompassing everything and and making everything work and on that note with the news I believe that it is important to stay informed and get good, solid information from solid resources, um, but don't get consumed by the media news. Don't be following it day in and day out. Listen to the important updates that we need to hear um, and, and listen to your reliable sources and, uh, and gather the information that you need, but don't get consumed in it because that's just going to create that anxiety that angst, that panic. So along the lines of panic, uh, I'd like to highlight my four P's, which I believe are going to help everybody through this. And they are definitely helping me through all this. And the four P's are plan, prepare, be productive, and don't panic. So plan, what can you do now to move yourself forward? Don't just wing it. It takes proper planning to prosper. And planning, this could involve through our plan for our job, plan for our health, plan for our fitness, plan for our security, plan for our mental state. All this doesn't just happen. It's not just going to unfold and it's not just going to happen magically. We have to plan, make a plan, put the plan in process and take action on that plan. You know, if, if, if some of us are losing our jobs or getting temporarily laid off or 
you know, and we're worried about all this stuff. Yes, we need to feel that worry. We need to, we need to take that on head on and, and understand that it's okay to be worried and okay to be scared, but you gotta, you gotta start moving right away and you gotta, you gotta start planning to move forward, to get out of this, to get through it and prepare, be prepared to pivot, to change directions, have the foresight instead of reacting. Once you're forced to react, prepare, you know, there's going to be change. There's going to be pivots. We need to alter our direction. That's okay. Accept it. Embrace it. This is what can build you into a stronger human being, knowing that you get through challenging times you can prepare to make those those changes before you're forced to make those changes. Uh, be productive. Keep moving forward. Follow a routine. Be disciplined. Create structure. It's a really slippery slope without it right now. Without that productive structure, you know, if you're, <laughs> it's so easy to fall, especially if you're at home all day to fall into those low vibrational energy moods and potentially get sucked into that vortex of your couch and start eating those unhealthy meals and just becoming that not a, you know, getting, getting sucked into bad habits, taking us off course. This is the time to get on course, more on course than ever. We need to implement movement community or socialization that includes our household energy how we're how we're showing up for our spouse for our family whoever we're living with our roommates our health our nutrition our consistently healthy diet that we're doing on a daily basis to and and staying on track with our consistent habits and don't panic do not catastrophize panicking amplifies our fight or flight response we can't think clear when we're in this fight or flight. We're running, we're scared, we're in survival mode. To be creative, to be expansive, to not be constricted, we need to be accessing that parasympathetic nervous system when we're relaxed, when we're calm, when we can think we're more expansive. Not when we're panicking, not when we're in fight or flight, ready to run, ready to survive. We need to deconstruct that by not panicking and get cool, calm, collected, focus, plan, prepare, and be productive to get us out and through these times. So along with the four Ps, we do have to surrender to what is out of our control. We can't change the circumstances of, of what is. The more you battle this, the more pain you will inflict on yourself. It's like arguing with the past. No matter how hard you try, you're not going to change what happened. So, and I'm not just saying this to preach about it because I, I, I wrote some notes or whatever it may be, but I've had, to, I've had to surrender to what's happening in my life as well. And I'd say Jess and I are doing a fantastic job at it. We've had to um, reschedule our wedding till a whole other year. We've already been engaged for two years. We've been so excited about the big day. It was coming up. It's going to be an amazing holiday in BC, get some golfing. You know, it was an awesome time. One of the biggest days of our lives to get to look forward to. And all of a sudden now it's the reality is, hey, this, this ain't going to fly. 
And, and, you know, we could battle that. We can get, we could get stressed about it. We can say, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe, you know, oh, it's, we're moving our wedding. It's not meant to be, whatever it may be, you know, wherever your head might take you. But we just both calmly accepted and surrendered to the fact this is out of our control. You know, we can, we can control how we think about it, how we feel about it, the actions we take behind it. We can control all that, but we can't change the fact that we can't have this gathering in July. So we've surrendered to that. I've surrendered to the fact that there's job, unsecu- unsecu- uh, you know, job security where I'm uncertain about if there's going to be work coming through. You know, I work in construction and are the, there's already been a couple jobs postponed till next year. What's, what's that? I don't have that certainty, but I am planning, I'm preparing, and I'm being productive to set myself up um, that, I can, that I have options, that I'm not going to be strapped for this catastrophic scenario. You know, I have to surrender to the fact that this is a reality. You know, I, I could potentially get laid off or, or, you know, there might not be enough work to keep all the guys working. You know, that's a reality. And I have to surrender to that fact. I can't just fight it and, and get upset about it. And another one that doesn't seem as big of a, <laughs> that might not seem as big of an issue to others, but this was a huge thing in my life was going to the gym five times a week. That was part of my day to, to produce energy in myself to get that release to release the day and start afresh so I can carry on the back half of my day and getting that movement in you know that was something I've been doing for the last 10 years consistently and then I started going to outside playgrounds because I was getting you know they shut down the gyms and I was getting great workouts outside go for a walk and go in the playground there's a ton of body weight stuff you can do there and I was actually getting really awesome workouts doing it and then they shut down the playgrounds <laughs> and now we're stuck to doing we don't really have any gym equipment at our house at all a couple dumbbells but you know we're pivoting we're we're changing directions and we're making it work we're doing at home workouts we're following hit classes we're looking at live instagram um, fitness trainer videos and we're keeping that movement and we're pivoting and we're changing direction and what's that that's actually given me a great insight that Hey, I don't need to go to the gym five times a week. I can get an at-home workout if I need to save some time because I had this firm belief that I needed to go to the gym to get a good workout. And, you know, there's just so much positive in making these slight changes and having these new sights and awarenesses and perspectives. We just have to look for them. So now... Now we know what to do and and what not to do, but what do we look for? What are we looking for? There are always lessons and opportunities to grow that live in struggles and, and the hard times. In fact, all the most prominent and memorable lessons in my life I'd say we're created through struggle or pain. The, the, the times I was struggling or the time I was in pain, emotional pain. And and that being said, if we are all willing to look for them and and look for the opportunities to grow and and lean into this time of struggle and this time of hardship, there can be a ton to learn and great opportunities that are created from this. So example, this isn't necessarily happening to me, but it it could just be an example in your life. What What if you're really struggling with money right now and you know that loss of job, 
and that uh, that loss of income is really affecting you. Well, this could be an amazing lesson, one that might be a hard one to learn, but it could be a lesson to to prepare ourselves better, to save more money, to put more money aside every paycheck, to diversify our investments. If one of our investments is getting really hit by this, that could be that awareness, that insight, um, that lesson that we're learning from this that will make us better, that will set us up after this in such a better position. Uh, this could be a struggle with your your current job. Like I said, you might have lost your job or, or in the fear of losing your job. Well, what if this is a time to look at your your job, your career, and if it was if you were really unsatisfied and undesired in that type of career, well, this could be the time to research or educate yourself um, to to discover what your what your passion might be. You know, we always have that excuse of time. Well, a lot of people have a lot more time now, so this is a time to educate, discover, and research. What might be more interesting or intriguing to ourselves that can help us live a more fulfilled, happy life? And then we could even take those those first few steps towards that initiation of that transition. You know, it is a, it is a transition, and it is probably going to take a long time. But this can be that perfect, pivotal, uh, trans first step that we've been waiting to do, that we've been waiting to, to for that excuse to make happen. Well, this could be that excuse. It might be a hard time to learn it but and, and, and follow through on it, but this could be that opportunity. It could be that opportunity to look for some online work if you want to spend time with more time with your family or whatever it may be. There's so much opportunity through the online world. We just have to look for it, and now is the perfect time for that. I've already got a great kind of different approach to what my passion project and what my big long-term vision may be because I'm looking for opportunities. I'm looking for the lessons. I'm always looking. I'm always trying to learn. I'm trying to see what I can siphon through all this and, and, and create, create better opportunity for myself. So we need to look for the three O's. The three O's being we need to be optimistic. We need to have optimism, not what, what are, what's bad that's going to happen here, but what's really great that's going to come out of this. Fuel that optimism into your, into your search of opportunity. And, and yes, we need to look for the opportunity. So optimism and opportunity. It's a time to restructure, to slow down, to reflect, to set intentions on our life. This is the perfect opportunity to do that. We have the time. Let's slow down, reflect. You know, there's there's been some absolute mammoth companies that were that were built and created from the last major downturn and the last major economic downturn. I think like Airbnb and Uber and other huge companies like that were were formulated because they looked for that opportunity. So we need to look for that opportunity as well. And the third O being overall well-being. It's, it's, you know, we might not have been living the healthiest life before. Holistically healthy life, mind, body, spirit. This is the time to look for ways to finally implement that healthier, holistic, healthy way of living. Uh, two key points I want to 
touch on to remember to help us in in our actions and and when we're looking for that opportunity and looking for that optimism and looking for ways to increase our well-being so number one first key point what you expect shapes your reality if you expect the worst don't look for any positives and you don't look for ways to pivot change direction then you'll almost certainly experience the worst You'll only be focusing on the worst events, the worst case scenario, this circumstance, this negative circumstance, even if there are positive aspects surrounding or being born from it. In most cases, this is true because if we aren't conscious of what we are doing in this regard, we create a self-fulfilling prophecy. And a self-fulfilling prophecy is when someone is predicting or expecting something and this prediction or expectation comes comes true and it comes true because we we believe it will and our resulting behaviors align to fulfill those beliefs so on a deeper level we want to be right <laughs> so if we're saying something negative and we're saying this is the worst thing ever and oh i'm struggling because of this scenario and i'm you know this did this to me I can't believe this is happening. This is the worst time. We are going to fulfill that prophecy because we want to be right at a deeper level. We're going to look for every reason why it's that worst case scenario. We're going to look for every reason why that was the result of me losing a job and me becoming poor or whatever it may be. But let's let's have the awareness and the higher perspective that let's not make that self-fulfilling prophecy true. Unless it's a good self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I will come out better from this. I will learn better from this. You know, yeah, that was a struggle, but I learned X, Y, and Z. And because of that, I am a better person. That's why beliefs backed by action and expectation is so powerful. So let's expect to come out of this better. Second key point, vocabulary and our inner and outer dialogue. So I've done two podcasts on this already, touching on, I think episode 12 was Worthy Words, and episode 21 I talked about the difference between positive and negative and how negative was actually more powerful than, than positivity. So negative vocabulary spoken out loud is seven times more impact, more powerful than a positive thought. So it's going to have so much more impact than just a that just a positive thought floating in our head. If we say something out loud and are affirming it out loud, it's going to be very powerful. So we really need to watch our dialogue and what we're saying out loud, what we're saying to others and what we're saying in our head. And again, it might be tough to bring that that vocabulary and what we're saying to, you know, positive to make it believable if we are feeling very negative, but let's bring it from negative thinking to neutral thinking. And I talk about that in episode 21, how to bring that thinking to neutral thinking if it's too hard to believe in positive thinking at this time. Uh, what we repeatedly say to ourselves reaffirms and puts more attention on the matter. So again, attention and focus is power. So if we're only putting that focus on what we're on the negative things we're saying, you know, we're going to create and, and put attention on, on that. And that's what we're going to end up manifesting. We're going to fulfill that prophecy of, of what we say is going to come true, right? 
so I have an example of this, not necessarily a big negative example, but just something I caught Jess doing all the time. She she keeps reaffirming how weird it is. You know, every time we go to the grocery store and there's a line, this is so weird. Or every, every time so she sees someone wearing a mask, this is so weird. And she keeps reaffirming what she believes, which is this is so weird. And again, I'm using weird as an example because it's not that bad, but it's just... I'm, I'm trying to show how this is true. And, and we just need to be aware that the impact of the vocabulary and the inner and outer dialogue it has on us because she's going to keep saying and believing it's weird the more she says it. Uh, and the more she affirms it to herself, it's fulfilling that prophecy. You know, oh, it's weird because of that. It's weird because of that. So she believes it's weird and everything she sees out of the normal out of the norm, you know, that's, that's fulfilling what she believes in. That's why it's weird. Oh, that's why it's weird. Oh, that's why it's weird. Oh, that's why it's weird. And again, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I've kind of changed my, my mindset around it and, and changed it to being that this is the new normal. This is normal for what we are experiencing. So I've seen the masks. I've seen the social distancing. I understand why it's happening because there's a pandemic, because there's a virus. And I understand that. So seeing the masks, seeing the social distancing just makes sense. And that is actually normal. It's normal because we're taking precautions. So if, if you're getting caught up in, in just focusing on how negative and how bad the situation or how bad, how weird the situation is, and you want to change it, just kind of make, make sense of the whole thing in your mind. And then, and then vocalize that. No, this is, you know, this is normal because we need to take these precautions because this is happening. So it's, it's just interesting how that vocabulary uh, has such an impact. So I, I just wanted to share that story. And with all these tips and, and hopefully having a, a, a more positive perspective on the whole COVID situation, we need to ensure ourselves we need to ensure that we are gentle on ourselves during these times and if you slip up just make sure to restart right away don't beat yourself up stay uplifted by jumping right back into your habits and routine if you slip out slip up don't beat yourself up don't fall deeper into that hole but just restart restarting is what's important that's all right you slipped up give yourself some give yourself some space give yourself some some leeway here. It's all right, man. This is new. We're all learning here. But just make sure to get back on that horse, to get back going. And also, let's understand we're all in this together. And let's not blame other people or other things. You know, we need to take responsibility only for our life and what we can control. And what we can control is our inner life. You can't control the government especially by just complaining and making posts and nagging posts about it. And you can't control other people's actions. So let's not waste our time and precious energy on, on getting caught up in something that we can't control. And remember that right now is an incredible opportunity for change. So just remember this formula to help, help this change. A circumstance will cause our thoughts, what we think. Our thoughts will create our feelings. Our feelings will create our actions. And our actions will drive our results. 
So remember, we need to interrupt that sequence of when a circumstance happens, let's analyze our thoughts. Let's interrupt the auto-program thoughts of not having the awareness on them because if we don't do that, that circumstance is going to drive how we feel, what we think about, our actions and our results. But we have the power. We have the power to interrupt that with, with awareness, to not believe every thought, not believe all those negative thoughts, but ask ourselves powerful questions so we could change the way we feel and so we could change our actions and so we could create the results we desire. And if we don't use this higher awareness, our circumstance will definitely control us and we'll lose that power. So let's not catastrophize. Instead, let's shift our paradigm. Don't give your power to a circumstance. You are, you are in control of your life. Take the driver's seat back. Don't believe all the negative thoughts in your head. Instead, ask yourself powerful questions. Do not panic. Instead, plan, prepare, and be productive. Look for opportunity, optimism, and take care of your overall well-being. Expect to grow and learn from this time and be gentle with yourself and others because we are all in this together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brings you perspective and a different outlook on things. And, and I'm truly here for everyone and I'm hoping that we all get through this together and stronger. I truly do believe we can all do that. So thank you so much for listening and I hope everyone has a great day. See ya.